0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. This is the last episode in this series and wow what a series it has been. We have covered so many different things and so many different topics. Everything from how we can connect to our kids, how we can stay present in the moment, how we can keep ourselves calm when the storm is brewing all around us. To how we can use our support network to help us with all of those things, as well as how we can look after ourselves, how we can help our kids understand their emotions. We've talked about school refusal. We have talked about the amazing bus model, and I'm already hearing some of you finding that fantastic and putting some of it into action. So I think we've had an amazing series, and I've certainly loved every episode and got so much from them. And I wanted to thank all of you as well for the wonderful feedback I've had over this series of how it's helping you think of things differently, view things in different ways, learn new ideas and techniques that you're putting into practice, find out other ways of helping your children. And you know, for me, that's what this podcast is all about, introducing you to new ways that you can help and support your family. So I'm really pleased that you're getting that benefit from it. So in today's episode, as I said, the last one in this series, I wanted to just look at some of the fundamentals of connective parenting using NVR, particularly in the run up to Christmas. So last week I shared some kind of top tips to help you get through Christmas as calmly as possible. This week I really want to look at... um, the value of parental presence, particularly at this time of year, but also at self-care. And I know, I know, I bang on about it. I'm told I do. I get it. But it's crucial. And you know, one of the reasons I talk about it so much is for me, this is the fundamental part that changes things. I know as a parent, how easy it is to stop looking after ourselves unintentionally but because we are really busy looking after the house looking after the kids and making sure they've got everything for school making sure they're fed and vaguely clean and they've got clean clothes to put on and just running a household and potentially working as well and you know getting them to therapy lessons and football club and hockey and you know well not so much this term obviously but doing all of those other things it's really tiring and you know, looking after ourselves is so important because it also allows us to be a person as well as just a parent. And I say I say, just, it's a huge job being a parent. But self-care enables us to fill up our own tanks, to nourish ourselves, to remember who we are as a person and to reconnect with ourselves. And I think that's absolutely vital, particularly as we go into, or we're already in really silly season, as I like to think of it when the world goes mad and we have to eat a ridiculous amount of chocolate um or at least maybe that's just me i don't know um but you know everything goes a bit bonkers and there's a lot more pressure and stress on us and this year in particular it's even it's even harder i think in some respects because there's all the uncertainty you might not know whether or not to go and see family you might not have been able to you know hug relatives for a long time and be really really missing them on top of that We've got the dark nights, you know, it gets dark so early, it's freezing cold round here today and it's just harder, I think, to keep our spirits up and that's why self-care that helps us to nourish our souls and connect with ourselves is so, so important. As we get to the Christmas holidays and we're in various stages of lockdown, depending on where you are, self-care might feel like it's humanly impossible because you don't ever get that time. So I thought I'd share just a couple of ways that you might be able to do it. And obviously, like everything, it's not going to work for everybody. But some things you can do, you know, all watch a movie, if you can manage to find one that your kids will all watch, um, you know, and curl up on the sofa under blankets with maybe some homemade popcorn, and just relax. And you know, for me, that's self care, because I can just sit there and watch it. Or I have been known to fall asleep, ladies and gentlemen, whilst watching a movie with my son. So I count that as self-care as well. Um, But we can do all of those things. The other thing is, you know, screen time has a really bad name and I'm not saying let them do it 24-7, but half an hour extra of watching telly, if that means that you can, I don't know, tidy the kitchen, just sit and read your book for half an hour, whatever you want to do or need to do is not the end of the world. Obviously, if you know that doing that is going to create a massive meltdown, then that might not be your choice. It might be giving them an extra half an hour to do something else they love. But don't worry about doing those things for a short period to help you get through and to give you some breathing space. The other thing you can do is, you know, one parent, if you're parenting as a couple, one parent can look after the kids while the other one goes out for a walk for 10 minutes or half an hour around the block just to get some fresh air and space and some silence as well, potentially, because that can be hugely uplifting. If you're parenting by yourself, it's finding ways that you can get that time. And it might be that it is only after bedtime. And that means it's midnight because your kids are even more hyper than usual and really don't want to go to bed. Um, It is hard, but find those little things that work, reading your book, you know, if you've got, I don't know, a nice smelly candle that you keep for good, you know, burn it, enjoy the smell of it. All of that stuff is self-care. So really think about what can we be doing that nourishes us within this joyful Christmas time. Um, I think that's really important. Self-care helps you to stay calm, to stay in the moment, to be able to say to your kids, what do you need from me right now, rather than telling them for the eighth time in a slightly more shouty voice that you need them to do something and it's a game changer for me and I know it is for so many parents I work with but at the same time you know if you are a bit stressed don't get stressed about the fact that you're stressed and that maybe you're not parenting in quite the way you want to forgive yourself and move on and forgiveness is also self-care because you're releasing those feelings so enough about self-care I think you get the message Next thing is parental presence and when I show the map of Connected Parenting MVR I always put parental presence in the middle but actually I think self-care could go in the middle um, because it is critical but if we have parental presence as that central pillar everything that comes off it is about building our presence with our child and that is about strengthening and creating that connection with them so that whatever is going on they know we are there for them they know we love them irrespective of their behavior they know that if they are out with their friends and struggling we're there for them they know that they are loved for who they are unconditionally and that's so important And that's not letting them get away with everything. It's not saying, yeah, it's okay to do whatever you want. It's saying, I love you anyway. And we're going to work through these things. So whether we are de-escalating, whether we're using our supporters, whether we're talking to them about emotions or helping them think of different ways they can manage situations, all of it helps us to raise our presence and create stronger connections with our children. And that is so so powerful every time you show them that you have recognized how they are feeling you are raising your presence every time you sit down for even a couple of minutes and ask them how their game is going or how they're getting on with building the lego thing they're doing or sit and play with their i don't know playmobile you're showing them you're interested in them and you are raising your presence sending them that text message that says how are you getting on today that is raising your presence and all of that shows them that you are there for them that you are thinking about them even if you're not with them and that you care about them and over time that helps them know that they deserve to be loved that they are loved that you're there for them that they can come and talk to you at any point in time and it's a really powerful way of changing the relationship and the connection that you have with your children. Over Christmas, our children need our presents more than presents. You know, you could spend hundreds of thousands of pounds buying them things. And yes, they might love it. And yes, they might play with them for 24 hours or possibly longer if you're very lucky. But that's not the same as showing them that you love them and spending time with them. Most of us as as adults, we may not remember the presents we were bought, but we do remember those good times. Those times we had fun in the park. Those times we went ice skating and had a real laugh with our family. Those times we spent playing board games or watching movies. Those are the things we remember as we grow up. Those are the things that make us go, oh yeah, I really enjoy doing that. Personally, I hope my parents aren't listening to this. I don't remember most of the presents I got as kids. In fact, I'm struggling to remember any of them. Sorry, mum and dad, if you're listening. Uh, But I do remember those good times we had, those times when we had a laugh and they're really powerful. They're the bits that help you know that you are loved and, you know, have positive memories. So if you are thinking, crikey, what am I going to buy my child this Christmas? Like many of us are. It's not about how much you spend Although I know for some, you know, it's the number of presents. They have to have the same number of things to open as their sibling. But spending time with them is much more valuable. You know, and I know this year in particular, there are a lot of people who don't have a lot of money to spend on Christmas. Spend time with them. Have fun with them. You know, that's much more important and that's going to create an even stronger bond with them. The fact that you are interested in them, the fact that you want to spend time with them, connects with them, at a much deeper level. And I know some of us have teenagers who, let's be honest, don't want to spend that much time with us. Uh, so we have to be quite creative, you know, engaging them in things that they want to engage in, going and talking to them when they're playing their gaming um, and engaging. And I to say pretend to be interested. But if you are interested, great. Um, or <laughs> just kind of, you know, say, oh, wow, you know, I'm interested in what my son's doing. I don't want to play the games, though, I'll be honest, not computer games. Uh, But I can ask him about it and I can show him that I'm interested because he's interested. And that's what is so important with teenagers. You know, connect with them in the same way that you would connect with a younger child. We all want that connection. It makes us feel better. It makes us feel like we are loved and deserving of love. And that's hugely impactful particularly if your self-esteem and your self-confidence are low you want to know that people love you you want to know that you're lovable and by spending time with them by showing we're interested in them by showing we can recognize and acknowledging their emotions we are moving forward and we are creating that stronger bond with them so it's so so important much more important than you know spending tens of thousands of pounds on christmas presents Which I certainly won't be doing, just if anybody was wondering. So over the next few weeks, absolutely look after yourself. Find those little ways of, of, you know, a little bit of self-care. And spend time with your children in amongst everything else that we're trying to do. Um, And you will reap the rewards of that over time. May not be straight away, but absolutely over time you will reap the rewards of that. So I hope that's helpful. Um, And I really do hope you have a wonderful Christmas and New Year. I will be back in January with the new series of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. And we have got lots of fabulous topics coming up. So thank you to those in my free group and in the Connective Parenting Hub for all of the ideas and things you'd like me to cover I will do my best to cover all of them um, over the next series or possibly even two because there's been some wonderful ideas. And I've got some fabulous people coming in to share their knowledge with us as well. So I really look forward to that. In the meantime, as always, my free group is open, my free Facebook group. If you want to uh, come and join to get some support in there over the Christmas period, that's there. And of course, the Connective Parenting Hub is there if you're a parent or carer. And would like some more support, that will be there. And both are open and available to you all over Christmas and New Year period, um, as well as obviously the rest of the year. So I'm going to leave you now. Um, Thank you so much for all your kind words um, and support over these first two series of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. Have a fabulous Christmas and I will see you all in the new year.